traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected. CannabisRadio.com presents NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. The National Cannabis Industry Association is the only national trade organization representing the businesses of the legal cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice covers a range of topics, including the rapidly evolving political and policy changes that affect our industry, news and events of importance to cannabis professionals, and features on companies, individuals, and campaigns at the cutting edge of the cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice begins now. All right, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio, and we've been talking all things trade show marketing, whether in person or virtual, with Rhiannon Anderson from Steelhead Productions. Another thing about NCIA, our 10-year anniversary as an organization is this year in 2020. What a year. So we're asking NCIA members to do some reflection with us and some storytelling. If you think back, Rhiannon, to 10 years ago in the year 2010, uh, I know your company wasn't involved in the cannabis space yet then, but did you have any sense about the cannabis movement and what it might look like 10 years from then, like it does today? You know, no, to be honest with you, I think that the movement has really caught fire in the public eye and the business world in the last five years. It's really a force that uh, has to be reckoned with. I mean, there's just a movement that's happening. It's kind of a groundswell um, from the bottom up. It's changing policy, changing law. It's amazing to watch. Um, I uh, compare it to, you know, the prohibition era, and I'm happy to be a part of the movement, to be supporting um, the cannabis industry. And it's just awesome. I look forward to the day where we don't even have to talk about the legalizing side of everything. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. And then then we'll just be doing things to continue to improve the industry rather than fighting to keep it keep it afloat for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so as you look into the future, um, another 10 years into the year 2030, I think a lot of people 
say, federal legalization, for sure, maybe even sooner than 10 years from now. Any other ideas come to mind about what the cannabis industry will be and look like 10 years from today? You know, not in particular, other than um, it being normalized. Uh, there are still so many stigmas that exist, and it, even though in Las Vegas, for instance, it's legal, I still think there's a part of our population that um, is uncomfortable with the idea. Um, I look forward to it just not being an issue anymore, and that to each their own. Yep, we'll be able to get cannabis products in Whole Foods one day, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, as we wrap up our chat here today, uh, first, thank you for being on the show and, and chatting about these very uncertain topics with us. Um, and I, I look forward to checking in with, with you a few months from now to see where we're at. Where can people find out more about your company? Sure. So our website is exhibithappy.com. We're also at Exhibit Happy on Instagram and Steelhead Productions on LinkedIn. Perfect. And for those listening, remember that NCIA has lots of resources and education on our website provided by both NCIA staff, our government relations team, our public policy team, as well as NCIA members and the member-driven communities doing a lot of great work, a lot of great education. There's blogs that you can read. There's webinars that you can register for to participate in, or when they hit our archives, you can catch up on ones that have already taken place. And of course, our weekly podcast here on Cannabis Radio. I've been trying to bring you at least two episodes a week lately, just so everybody has enough to do while they're at home. Uh, well, thank you again for being on the show, Rhiannon, and thanks thank everyone for, for tuning in. Uh, to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. Until next time. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet take-anywhere treat. 
Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore, and we've been chatting with David Hua of Meadow a lot about how California has been adapting to the COVID-19 crisis and our attempts and movement uh, to get relief for the essential cannabis industry. So that, that's very much, you know, what we're swimming in right now in this dumpster fire that is the year 2020. Um, but it's kind of nice to think about the future and to think about the past. And this year also happens to be NCIA's 10-year anniversary mm-hmm. as, an, as an organization representing cannabis, which is also wild when we talk about those dog years and startup years. Um, <laughs> So insane how dense these years are. Seriously. Uh, Yeah, a lot has happened. I think I've been with NCIA for six years. I was hired in January of 2014, and I think I was employee number five. Uh, So just in our own organization, uh, we've seen the growth of members, of course, but also staff and benefits and programs and offerings and all these great webinars we're doing now that we have to postpone our in-person conferences and events, which I'll talk about in a minute. But I'd like to ask you to reflect back into the past 10 years ago and if you could have predicted the cannabis industry would look the way it did, particularly during a global crisis that cannabis is essential. And also maybe if you could look into your crystal ball And tell me what you see for our industry 10 years into the future in 2030. A lot to think about. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Um, Time travel. Let's see. 2010, I was working at at Wallsphere and and Health Central. I was also managing a band uh, out of Philadelphia called Downtown Harvest. Um, Yeah, I don't – I mean – I was still uh, still smoking, you know, cannabis, and you know, when I look on it, uh, some of my best memories and relationships I've ever had and continue to have are with people I've smoked cannabis with and, and hang out with. Um, but it's it was still kind of like under the radar, like it, we couldn't do it publicly. We're usually in a van in the back or some, you know, down the an alley somewhere. And now I feel like here we can do it and proudly do it. And, you know, there's no, no shame in it. Um, if anything, it's like you're smoking a joint or, and then someone smells it you come over, you can share it, but you know, with pandemic, maybe that won't happen. You have an extra joint you can give somebody. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think we've come a long way, but in a lot of ways we've also like retracted. Like if you look at the world of prop 215, there was a lot of great things, um, that, that we had there. Um, the efficient supply chain, it was really more open. The smaller operators did, you know, did better in my mind, they didn't have such extraordinary costs. Uh, and I think like now when we look at the next 10 years, it's going to be really important. The decisions we make, the laws that we make, the regulations that we make to figure out what we would like to see. And, you know, I love to see a fully regulated cannabis market that's global. Right. Um, I'd love to see California cannabis appellations be as well known as champagne and 
are small family craft farmers just thriving because people want that OG from uh, Humboldt in, in Tokyo. Yeah. Um, right? Like I could totally see that. And I, I could also smoking like, you know, weed from Tokyo. I like, I bet they'll do some crazy stuff there. Um, I'd love to try it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. I, I don't think there'll be anyone in jail for cannabis. I think that like the war on drugs is over and, you know, all of the, the overhead that we have and putting people in jail and all that like goes away. I mean, we're already seeing decriminalization. I think it was yesterday or today, Virginia signed it finally. Yeah. So I think like we should see a global um, perspective in, in that. And I think like, ideally, I'd love to see a more diverse industry, like people of all colors like to have a real seat at the table. Like the people yeah. that were affected from the war on drugs should be thriving with their own businesses and, and what they're doing in, in this open marketplace, not just, you know, a handful of operators that run the entire market. Um, yep. I also think people like proudly identify themselves as cannabis consumers. And I could see like the technology even ramping up further. Like we only have a handful of cannabinoids that were pretty active and there's going to be hundreds and I think different ratios and different terpenes and how you consume it. Like you're going to want to dial in a specific feeling and you're going to be able to get that, you know, that going. I think for Meadow, like we'd love to build, continue to build the best software for the cannabis industry and empower that uh, not just in California, but you know, globally and, and connect the dots there. So, you know, we're looking at it from a very long-term view and it's, it's what's going to need to be happened in order to, you know, to fully realize the potential of cannabis. And I think like you're going to see opening up of plant medicine. Um, it's not yeah. just going to be cannabis. It's going to be, you know, mushrooms and all the other things that are coming down the pipeline uh, to help with, you know, what we're going through, which is yeah. like better. Use the help. <laughs> yeah. Right. It just, it's, it, it's crazy. The, the last 10 years, we've had a lot of pharmaceuticals and it's not done that well for us. So, you know, let's go with plant medicine and see how that goes in a different direction. 100%. I love your perspective on 10 years into the future. Absolutely. Um, we've run out of time, but I want to make a quick announcement to check NCIA's website for so many things, including a special COVID-19 resource and information page for the cannabis industry, uh, webinars, a special series called Industry Essentials. I encourage everyone to register for and plenty of other resources, podcasts, videos, everything in between. And our lobby days and Cannabis Business Summit and Expo have been postponed until September. So check those dates and start making plans. David, thanks again for being on the show with me today. Where can people find out more about Meadow? Sure. Uh, you're very welcome. You can find us at getmeadow.com or Twitter or Instagram, Facebook. We're, we're all around. Um, yeah, we're find us on Sweet. Meadow. All right. Well, thanks everyone for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. Until next time. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. 
Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.